educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier is our mission. So let's begin. <laughs> hey, health warriors. This is episode number 70 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes. And thank you for joining us this week. The intro for this episode was done by our beautiful daughter, Saora. She uh, has been wanting to do the intro for a while. So we let her do it on this episode. And uh, we are so proud of her. And she's growing up so fast. And uh, like I said, thank you for joining us for this week's episode titled The Processed Foods Deception. And uh, we're going to dive into that in a little bit. But we just want to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by healthwarrior.co and healthwarrior.co is our health membership community where we provide the education, accountability, and support to help you live a more natural and holistic lifestyle. And we do that with our informative, in-depth health library where we have health courses and recipes. Uh, we do that with our monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, our interactive health forum, uh, discounts on programs and products, and so much more. So just go to healthwarrior.com to learn more about our health warrior community. So let's dive into this week's organic food for thought. This week's organic food for thought is on magnesium. Consuming magnesium daily can lower blood pressure naturally in one to three months. Most people are deficient in magnesium and magnesium is responsible for more than 300 functions within the body. There was a study down at the University of Indiana where researchers have long debated whether magnesium plays a role in regulating blood pressure with inconsistent and controversial evidence from studies in humans. This metadata analysis, however, collected data from 34 clinical trials involving over 2,000 participants and found a small but significant association between magnesium intake and reduced blood pressure. Uh, the magnesium supplement, you should be consuming 500 milligrams every evening and green leafy vegetables, nuts and beans um, are sources where you can get magnesium. Yeah, I remember a time when uh, they didn't even test uh, magnesium when you went for just a, a standard checkup, just like they didn't check uh, for vitamin D. But now it's a standard that they check for vitamin D and it's starting to become a standard that they check for uh, magnesium. I don't know why, to be honest with you, they just don't check your entire vitamin mineral profile it seems like it makes perfect sense right. to, to do that uh, because I think that you're going to start seeing that uh, they're going to start testing for more and more of these things as they look at the significance of them but uh, magnesium is is huge I think that uh, it's definitely a staple that should be in people's diet because not only is it helping with uh your blood pressure, it's helping with blood sugar control, your, your nervous system, uh, energy. It helps your body to absorb uh, calcium, you know, so there's so many different functions. And like Kim said, over 300 functions in the body. So I, I think that that's one supplement worth taking. And uh, obviously you want to eat uh, magnesium rich foods. So uh, one food that I want to share with you, and I, I think that uh, you'll be happy about is uh, chocolate, right? Dark chocolate. Can't be uh, mad about that. <laughs> dark chocolate is definitely uh, high in magnesium. And you don't want to go for the, you know, the, the cheap uh, milk 
mixed down chocolate. You want to go for dark chocolate. 70 uh, percent or more of dark chocolate is going to have uh, some, you know, nice amount of magnesium in it. And you want to go for something that's uh, maybe sweetened with stevia or xylitol or something like that. So you're not also uh, eating more sugar. So uh, magnesium is definitely a, a go to, especially for those people that are interested in um, taking natural approaches to uh, high blood pressure. And I just also last thing I want to say about that is um, these different supplements and nutrients and vitamins, they're not drugs. So if you have high blood pressure, don't think that you're going to stop taking your medication and start taking magnesium and it's going to work like a drug. It doesn't work like that. You have to adjust your lifestyle and um, the additional magnesium will be in addition to that. And over time, you know, with all of these little things that you're doing, your blood pressure is going to start to rebalance and regulate itself. So I think that that's important to uh, point out because I see a lot of people taking the this a natural approach and they're, they're doing it the wrong way. Right. You want to be responsible um, with you know, taking medication or not taking it. And if you want to reduce or get off your medication, you need to work with a qualified health expert. Yes. So now let's dive into today's topic. And this episode is titled Processed Foods Deception. And uh, we just uh, concluded a Whole Foods Challenge with our Health Warrior community where we talked about the importance of eating whole foods and encouraging um those of our uh, community members that uh, joined us in on the challenge. And it was a great success. Uh, people were making some amazing meals. Yes. Um, it definitely inspired me more, uh, you know, with the different dishes that I was seeing. And uh, we also talked about, you know, processed foods, like why we need to avoid them. Um, but they're also just talking to like our clients and community members. Uh, you know, there are a lot of foods out there that may seem healthy, um, but when you get down to it, it's still a processed food. And um, in this episode, we're going to dive deeper into the processed foods deception so that you can make more informed health choices. So before we know, we, well, I guess what the first thing we need to begin with is what is a processed food? And basically, it's a food that is taken away from its natural state. And the further that is taken away from that state, the more processed it becomes. Yeah, I just want to say that um, this is a huge topic right here because we live in a um, processed food nation. Right. I'm talking about America and I see it spreading across other nations. We live in a time that technology is gradually or actually rapidly growing and developing. But at the same time, like our health rate is declining, like people are more unhealthy. And I think that the main culprit for this issue is the processed foods. Like we blame a lot of things in our society for causing our health demise. But I think a really in the biggest, really big and the, the largest piece of this puzzle is uh, the processed food piece. If you go into a, a standard grocery store, um, I honestly can say that 80 to 85% uh, of that store 
is full of nothing but processed foods. The entire store, even when you're going into uh, a, a natural store, a health food store, right. uh, one of these larger chain stores that uh, speak about having more organic foods and better quality of foods, I still say that 70% of those uh, particular uh, stores are still full of processed foods. This right. is a, we're in a very processed food time. So I think in understanding uh, this topic, along with the last episode we did on uh, Whole Foods, I think that this is really going to help you to take your health to the next level. Yes, definitely. And just a little bit more about processed foods. Food processing is any deliberate change in a food that occurs before it's available for us to eat. It can be as simple as freezing or drying food to preserve nutrients and freshness or as complex as formulating a frozen meal with the right balance of nutrients and ingredients. And some examples of this are canned and frozen fruits and vegetables, packaged foods, even the ones labeled natural or organic, such as cereals, fresh meat, and poultry, nutritional bars, chips, and jarred baby food, and also health protein powders and supplements. Yes, and I think that it's important to understand that uh, there is a lev- levels, different levels of how you process your food. So, for example, if you pick an apple from a tree and you eat it, that is not a processed food. But if you take that apple and you cut it up into slices, you've done a basic level of processing to that food on a basic level. Then if you take it and you turn it into uh, applesauce, then you've taken that process a little bit further, right? And then if you take that uh, that apple and, and you turn it into a, a uh, apple Pop-Tart, <laughs> now you fully and completely process that food where it offers you absolutely nothing. So there's different types of processed foods. And we're, we're not talking about uh, processing your food on a basic level. We're talking about extreme processing. That's right. what's getting people in trouble, extreme processing. So we thought it would be easier to just really look at what's considered the top foods in our country. Like if you look at different um, lists based on different consensus, they have the top foods that people actually eat in this country. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the, the the top 10 foods that the average person eats and just break down a bit of why uh, these foods are destructive. And uh, what you're starting to see is it's a trend now that um, anything processed that's unhealthy, uh, there's some company it's a lot of times it's the same company that just, you know, have a um, kind of a subdivision uh, company under a different name. They'll come out with a healthier version of that processed food. So a processed food is a processed food, you know, and we're led to believe that, OK, it, instead of having this just going with the Pop-Tart theme, instead of having this um, regular Pop-Tart, I'm going to get the natural organic Pop-Tarts for for me and my family. And we actually believe that we're doing something different. We're doing something healthy. Is it less damaging than the the, the uh, non-organic pro- and the GMO one? Absolutely. But it's still devastating your health and it's not going to bring you to a state of optimum health. So it doesn't matter if it 
if it's a natural version or not. You really want to try to avoid these processed foods. So we're going to get into these to, to the top 10. We'll have a little bit of a discussion about them. And uh, this will give you a really good foundation. And, and just looking at the top 10 in general, because we talk about whole foods, the top 10 foods that people eat, they're, they're not even whole foods. And this is really what most people's diets consist of. These are foods that some people within the top 10 foods, this is all they're having. They're just having this every day. And definitely weekly, the average American is having this on a weekly uh, basis. So it doesn't matter, uh, you know, what version it is. Uh, we're going to get into this a bit. Right. So the first food we're going to discuss is hamburgers. And this includes traditional hamburgers, veggie burgers, and, um, well, yeah, those two, traditional burgers and veggie burgers. <laughs> yeah. So for the first uh, traditional burger, we're going to discuss the ballpark hamburger patties. And the ingredients in this are beef, water, uh, let's see, vinegar, encapsulated salt, sodium phosphate, dextrose, flavor, beef stock, maltodextrin, lemon juice concentrate, yeast extract, vegetable oil, grill flavor, from partially hydrogenated soybean oil, corn syrup, and modified food starch. Right. And I just want to say that, um, let's talk about a burger for a second, right? So you take the, the, uh, the meat, the, the beef, right? If we're talking about a beef burger and you take the meat and you run it through, uh, the grinder to get the, the, the ground meat to make your burger. That's it. Why is there a laundry list of chemicals and other things uh, that's being put into your food? And, and, and this goes across the board. All of the different uh, burgers on the market, this is, this is how they look. This is full of chemicals. It's full of toxic oils. It's full of uh, MSG. It's full of sugar, you know, devastating sugar, not the healthy sugar. And it's full of uh, starch. So there's abs absolutely nothing healthy about this dish, I mean, about this uh, burger or this food right here. Uh, if if you were going to, like I said, grind up your own meat from, you know, something grass fed, that's going to be far superior than this. And then the interesting thing is, so people will go out to get a modified version or a healthier version. So they'll get a veggie burger. But let's uh, take a look at the ingredients in the average veggie burger that's out there. Okay, so the ingredients would be water, soy protein concentrate, wheat gluten. Uh, let's see, I can't even pronounce this one. Methyl cellulose, <laughs> salt, caramel color, dried onions, yeast extract, sesame oil, hydrolyzed wheat protein, natural and artificial flavor, non-meat, disodium glutinate, guanlate, <laughs> and disodium inosinate. Those are tongue twisters. Right. <laughs> so in listening to that, right, what sounds any different with this veggie burger? Where's the vegetables? Right. What, <laughs> what sounds different in this veggie burger than the, 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 the hamburger that you're trying to avoid? Absolutely nothing. It's full of chemicals. It's full of uh, isolates. It's full of MSG. It's full of the bad oils. Like there is nothing healthy about this burger that makes this more healthier than having a traditional burger, right? And they came out with a new uh, new burger, the um, the Beyond 
uh, meat veggie right. burger mm-hmm. and that's you know they it bleeds it's ground round it's supposed to be a, a better taste so we're noticing a lot of restaurants are switching over to the uh the the ground the ground round veggie burgers and there are a lot of companies that's coming out with alternative hamburgers and and now the new thing is they're gearing these um, burgers toward uh, non vegan and vegetarians they want to tap into that market and get people to eat less of uh, regular uh, beef and eat more of these so this is this is the new trend that's coming out right now we're going to go ahead and read the ingredients from uh, these new uh, trend of burgers that are coming out. Right. So we have pea protein isolate, expeller pressed canola oil, refined coconut oil, water, yeast extract, maltodextrin, natural flavors, gum, Arabic, sunflower oil, salt, sunic acid, acetic acid, non-GMO modified food starch, cellulose from bamboo, methyl cellulose, potato starch, beet juice extract for the color, ascorbic acid to maintain color, Anato extract for color, citrus fruit extract to maintain quality and vegetable glycerin. Right. So, again, still has toxic oils in it. It still has MSG in it, still has chemicals in it. It is a little bit and I do stress a little bit better than this traditional veggie burger. It's a little bit better than the uh beef burger but it's still full of things that uh your body that doesn't agree with your body and it's still not real food so that is the uh what we're looking at as far as like processed hamburgers out there okay so the second uh top food that uh that are that's consumed in the u.s is the hot dog and the national hot dog and sausage council notes that hot dogs whether regular turkey pork or beef begin with trimmings, a purposely vague word. Trimmings come in lots of shapes and sizes. The raw materials used for pre-cooked cooked products are lower-grade muscle trimmings, fatty tissues, head meat, animal feet, animal skin, blood, liver, and other edible slaughter byproducts. So I just want to say that, in other words, the scraps of what's ever left over, uh, whether it's the nails, whether it's the, the hair, the tongue, the, the eyes, the bones, whatever is left over, that is what they grind up. And that's what you're getting in your traditional hot dog. Right. And if you're getting it from a uh, factory farmed animal, you know that that's extremely toxic. So uh, then we looked at the alternative, what people are doing when they're having um Veggie dogs, right? So uh, uh, a, a hot dog made out of vegetables. So let's look at uh, the ingredients of a, of a um, popular uh, hot dog, a uh, veggie dog. Okay, so that is water, soy protein isolate, soybean oil, evaporated cane syrup, pea protein isolate, tapioca starch, salt, potassium chloride, baker's yeast extract, Carrageen, dried garlic, natural flavor from plant sources, natural smoke flavor, xanthan gum, fermented rice flour, guar gum, ola resin, paprika for color. Right. So again, it goes back to toxicity, nothing but toxins, MSG, bad oils and isolates. 
that uh, cause a lot of stress on your system. So even with the hot dogs, you know, just purely processed, purely toxic. Right. The next food um, that's very popular is French fries. Yes. And uh, when we talk about French fries, we're talking about fries that you buy from restaurants, uh, packaged fries that you buy from the store. And then obviously we have homemade uh, that you can make. So when it comes to restaurant um, fries, most restaurants buy their fries packaged. They buy packaged processed fries. Um, most restaurants aren't uh, freshly cutting their potatoes. So the, the packaged fries are full of a lot of toxicity as well. Uh, it's very frustrating because uh, a lot of times, you know, we, to be honest, like sometimes we don't feel like peeling and, and slicing up potatoes. Like we want to grab something quick. Right. So, you know, we go into the natural section and we're trying to find like organic uh, French fries that we can, you know, bake, bring home, throw them in the oven, bake, or if we want to fry it in like a natural oil, lightly fried in natural oil, even have that option. And we're never able to find a very good quality um, fry out there. They all, they're always loaded with some type of chemical. They always have some type of bad oil, some type of sweetener. I don't know why they have to do this to the potatoes, but this is what they do, right? Because they want to like pre-flavor it for you and they want to create a certain level of crispiness when you make it. So it's flooded with chemicals. It doesn't matter if it's the uh, regular version or the so-called natural organic version. And that's what you're going to get uh, from a health food store. That's what you're going to get at a restaurant. So uh, the best way to go with that is to to buy your own organic potatoes, slice them up and, and cook them yourself. Right. And we uh, recorded in the previous episode and I'll list it in the show notes pages about the Dorito effect and how flavorings, they trick your mind to make you want to consume more of a food and not get satiated. So a lot of these packaged foods, that's what they're capitalizing on in these natural flavors. Yes. So the next food is going to be Oreo cookies. Yes. Oreo cookies. That is America's so-called favorite uh, cookie. So that is, is in the top 10 as far as what people eat. And uh, I mean, it goes without being said. I don't really think there's anyone that really believes that uh, an Oreo cookie is okay to, to have. They know that it's a, a guilty pleasure uh, that they indulge in too often. But even looking at these companies, they, they're coming out with natural versions of um, of uh, Oreo cookies. And I'll, I'll say that, you know, with some of these natural versions of, of Oreo cookies, if if you wanted to indulge in the, an occasional cookie, then you definitely should get that over the uh, the traditional Oreo cookie. But it's still toxic. Just to let you know, it's still toxic. And, and really the best way to have a cookie is to make it yourself. Right. The next food is soda. So uh, soda um, <laughs> there's nothing. I don't. There's nothing that I really can say about <laughs> about soda. I mean, everyone knows how toxic it is, or how addicting uh, it and is, and how addicting it is. Um, soda, the amount of sugar that's in soda is uh, off the charts. You drinking soda uh, will single handedly destroy your health, especially if you're having soda every day. 
and uh, I do see some better uh, versions of uh, of natural sodas that are out there. But again, uh, you even want to try to stay away from most of those that are out there. But um, but this is top top things. Like it's it's over water. <laughs> water isn't on this list. People act the average person drinks more soda than they actually drink water. So just think about that. The next one is pizza. Pizza is interesting because uh, it's so much of a top food that the school system, as far as uh, the uh, health industry, the FDA is concerned, they actually uh, rated pizza a vegetable. Right. So uh, pizza is considered a vegetable now. So Crazy. they put... <laughs> They put pizza in the vegetable category. So when uh, so now when the school lists the vegetables that it serves, like it can serve pizza with no resistance because it's considered a vegetable. So I'll just leave that there for you to uh, to think about. Um, we're talking about uh, the bread that it uses and the toxicity that comes along with that. The processed cheese that they're using that contains a bunch of chemicals and oils and uh, probably the healthiest thing on it, which is maybe only about two tablespoons, <laughs> maybe three is the, um, the tomato sauce. That's about <laughs> it. But I'm, they're not using organic tomato sauce and, and non-organic tomatoes are, are very toxic, top 10 most toxic food. So I take that back. Probably the most, Healthiest thing on the uh, pizza is probably the the, uh, the oregano <laughs> spice that they put on it because oregano, you, we know that oregano is off the charts as far as health is concerned. So I would say the healthiest thing on the pizza, processed pizza, I might add, is um, the oregano. Now, if you're in Italy at an authentic Italian restaurant or if you... Uh, make it yourself, then yeah, you can get everything fresh and you can make it from scratch and you can use whatever type of flour you want. You can get fresh, uh, real cheese from a farm or make your own cheese. You know, these are things that you can do when you're having something naturally. But uh, pizza, average pizza, very toxic. Yes. The next food is chicken tenders. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't even think there's anything to uh to say about that. Highly processed, the the whole nugget thing is uh is huge right now. You're just really off, better off making it yourself. Like you don't want to buy that from a store. Highly, highly processed. Even the the organic ones, just make it yourself. You could bread it yourself, and uh, you're going to uh, benefit you and your family so much more if you do that. All right, and the next food is ice cream. Yeah, you know this is one of uh, America's favorite foods, the the ice creams out there, right? So uh, the store-bought ice creams, right. most of the store-bought ice creams, highly toxic. It doesn't matter if uh, it's vegan or not, because I look at the ingredients on a lot of these vegan ice creams. I look at the ingredients on the animal-based ice creams, and I'm telling you, it's exactly the same. We walk away think we're making a healthier choice and doing something, but you're really not. And and when I say you're not doing not, I would go as far as to say that there 
equal. They're equal in toxicity as right. far as it's concerned. So it really doesn't matter, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter if you have the animal version or if you have the um, the vegan version. From a health perspective, don't get me wrong, there may be, you know, one or two companies that you really have to dig, you know, and look long and hard for that you can find that are a little bit better. But any any of these ice creams that you're buying uh, from the store is is toxic. If you really want good quality ice cream, maybe a place that specializes in it and they're making it themselves and they're using good ingredients, maybe you can find a good spot. But really the only way is to make it yourself, to get a, a, an ice cream maker, or, or find some different recipes that you can use a really high-powered uh, juicer or processor and you can make it your, yourself. But let's just go through the ingredients. Uh, we'll go through the ingredients first of uh, a popular Ben & Jerry uh, brand of uh, ice cream. And then we're going to look at their Ben & Jerry same flavor um, vegan version. Okay, so the non-vegan version has cream, skim milk, liquid sugar, which is sugar and water, water, sugar again, almonds, milk, egg yolks, coconut oil, corn syrup, cocoa, processed with um, alkali, alkali, I believe, (laughs) (laughs) butter, (laughs) which is cream and salt, butter, oil, pectin, sea salt, cocoa powder, guar gum, vanilla extract, soy lecithin, baking soda, vanilla beans, milk fat, carrageen, lactase, and natural flavor. And then the ingredients for the non for the vegan version, I should say, is almond milk, which is water and almonds, liquid sugar, sugar and water, corn syrup, coconut oil, almonds, corn syrup, solids, sugar, pea protein, sunflower lecithin, natural flavor, which is from sesame and coconut, cornstarch, molasses, salt, sea salt, guar gum, locust bean gum, baking soda, caramel color, carrageen, dry malt extract from barley and soy lecithin. Yes. And as you can see, it's almost identical. It's just they just took out uh, some of the animal products. But I I have a question for you. I got a question for Kim, too, because I have no idea. Maybe (laughs) maybe maybe you can answer this for me. Why? Is there baking soda in ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> is baking soda in both versions? What possible reason as a as a, a chef, Kim gets busy in the kitchen, why would there be baking soda in the ice cream? The main thing I'm assuming I, is the shelf life. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, could, I just made that up. I don't know. I have no idea. Um... Yeah, I don't know why it's maybe it's a thickening agent, but I can't tell you. I can't even sit here and vouch. I'm just going to say I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave that there. I'll leave, I'll leave that there. OK, so the next food is donuts. Man, um, I don't even think I need to explain donuts here. <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy that like that's uh, one of the top breakfasts for people. You know, they're, they're on their way to work or at the office. They have donuts for breakfast. You're setting yourself like, up to crash. Like you having donuts. I've been there for breakfast. <laughs> yes. Mm. Donuts for breakfast by twelve o'clock. You're gonna be just <sighs> trying to fight to stay awake. Yeah. Don't do it. Think about that. 
donuts for breakfast. Get those fats when, in. Whether it's the mini munchkins or the the jelly. I'm going to tell you something crazy because, like, I, you know, I, I'm quick to tell you that my, my journey, my health journey, like, I, I ate yes. with the worst of There's them. There's no judgment <laughs> I, here. I ate, I ate with the worst of them. Like, I was, I was the one that had a jelly donut for breakfast straight up. Like, that was me at one point. So, I totally get it. <laughs> I used to make sugar and water to eat it. But, so I know. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, donuts for breakfast, man. Yeah. What type of what type of havoc are you wrecking on your body, man? Um, I don't care if it's a natural donut. <laughs> Think about that, uh, an organic donut. Don't fall for it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even make sense. And I'm gonna list. Um, we did a three part series on the importance of fats, and um, we just talked about fats are a great way to start your morning for that slow burning energy, and you know keeps your mind alert. So I'm gonna put those. Uh, episodes in today's show notes pages as well. Yes. Okay. So the next food is potato chips, which is the number one snack food. Yes. Number one snack food. Everyone wants a chip. The interesting thing is when I put people on um, health protocols, it never fails. It never fails. When I put people on health protocols, at some point, they reach out and say, hey, everything is going good. I'm doing well. But there is there some type of natural chip that I can pick up from the store? Right. It's something about the crunch, the saltiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know about it. It's it's kind of emotional that that bite to it. But um, that people want people want uh, chips. It's the number. It's the number one snack food. Chips, and uh, there is nothing healthy about. Chips, all of the, all of the chips out there are toxic. Um, most, I'm going to go as far as to say 99% of the natural chips are toxic as well, just simply because of the oils that they're using. If it's, uh, the, the only oil that you probably can make a healthy chip from would be coconut oil and avocado oil. That's really it. Right. And then the, the chips that I see, that uh, have those particular oils in them. It's like, all right, good. We got a good oil. Then they want to put something else in it, some MSG, some sugar, or just something crazy. It's no, I haven't seen any company that has made the perfect healthy chip. Doesn't matter if it's, um, you know, standard or or natural. Chips are are toxic. They, They just are, you know. And if you can move yourself away from the chips being like a staple snack in your diet, you'll be moving in the right direction. Hey, if you, on an occasion, you, you want to have a chip, a natural chip, go for it. But right. it cannot be a staple in your diet. It's going to destroy your health. Right. So that was the 10 uh, most popular foods in the U.S. But we also wanted to cover really briefly some other highly processed foods. And some of these are breakfast cereals. Breakfast bars and protein bars and protein powder. Yeah, breakfast cereals is one of the most toxic things you could ever not only put in your body, but put in your child's body. Like we got duped when it comes to to breakfast cereals back in, in I believe, the 50s when uh, parents were making home cooked meals for their children. And a a lot of uh, the women had to go to work because of inflation. Um, and their husbands uh, had to go to war 
Um, so they wanted a quicker alternative. So they really sold the moms on this, this processed box sugar thing as if it, it's healthy. But if you understood, it doesn't matter if it's natural or not, the way that they have to heat these grains and process these grains, they are highly toxic to the body. I don't care if it's a natural version. I don't care what company it is. Breakfast cereals are highly toxic to your body. They are just the, the machinery that they use to make these things. And then we have these breakfast bars and these protein bars, very, very toxic, full of toxicity, full of isolates, full of sugar. You want to avoid those things. I know a lot of times we want extra protein to put muscles on, but you don't want to do that. And even the protein powders, highly toxic. Doesn't matter if it's a vegan version, doesn't matter if it's an animal version, highly toxic foods. There are a couple of whole food uh, protein powders out there, uh, such as uh, hemp seeds, for example, um, like a hemp protein powder, uh, because uh, it's pretty much grinded up hemp seeds. So in that, you're getting your fiber, you're getting your omegas, you're getting your protein in there. So something like that, a whole food protein uh, can be healthy, but you even have to be careful because, uh, you know, big industry, when they see something growing and doing well, they jump on it. So now a lot of these larger corporations, they're um, getting in the uh, they see the dollars. Yeah, they're getting in the hemp protein market, and now they're creating hemp protein isolates. So now you've taken a, a healthy food and you, you've turned it into something toxic. I don't care if it's brown rice protein. Think about that. Like, how do you get the protein out of rice, right? Like, we don't even look at rice as a, as a protein food. So you gotta, you have to chemically isolate that, uh, protein to get it out of the brown rice. So it doesn't matter if it's pea protein. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's whey protein. It the casein. It doesn't matter. All of those proteins are, I'll say 99% of those proteins are toxic, right? And that's, that's the easy way, uh, that it slips into the diet. So it's no way around it. Like, Processed foods, highly processed foods is toxic and you should get back to traditional foods that are minimally processed, making them the way that uh, that has been time tested that we used to eat and, and go back to traditions. Right. And, you know, we understand how the world is and just how busy our lifestyles are. And it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Yes. Moving towards eating more whole foods and less processed. And if right. you do that, if every day you're consuming more whole foods, more real foods, which is real nutrition, your health, your body is going to thank you for it. Right. And like Jamal said, get back to minimal processed foods and consume more whole foods. Right. And to access today's show notes pages where we're going to list, um, you can get download this episode. I'll also list links to previous episodes that where we talked about natural flavoring and how addicting that is, um, where we dive into um, whole foods and the power of whole foods. And also where we discuss the importance and the dangers of consuming the um, the wrong fats. So just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 70. That's lifestrengthandhealth.com slash 70 to access the show note pages. Okay. So until next time, live healthier. Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings.